on the UB Sports Network from Learfield, live from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Transit Road. This is UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold, presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Also brought to you in part by our Team UB partners, Ad Pro Sports, Comdoc, by WGRZ Channel 2, Nike, Pepsi, by Town BMW, and by New Era Cap. Now, with head coach Lance Leipold, here's Paul Peck. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to the UB Football Insider Show. My name is Paul Peck, joined by Bulls head coach Lance Leipold. We have shifted our locations for one week only. We are away from our normal home at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Transit Road in Williamsville, which, coach, means now you're not getting a fine... Uh, Santora's dinner to sit in front of you as we do this show. We're here instead at UB's Alumni Arena as we get ready for women's basketball tonight. Yeah, no, I'll have to order double next week, I think, just <laughs> I, to make up for it. How I about think that? you can do that, okay. yes. You are allowed to do that. So coming up in the next hour, we are going to get you ready for the next Bulls football game, which is Thursday night, a 7 o'clock kickoff for Lance's team in Muncie, Indiana, against the Ball State Cardinals. We're going to talk with Bulls quarterback Tyree Jackson. We're going to talk with Bulls defensive end Chuck Harris. But we're going to start it off by diving a little bit into the win last week, Coach, which was one of your team's more impressive victories of the season the victory 38 28 over the Bowling Green Falcons last Tuesday give me a sense of as we're almost a week out from that game um, how that has changed a little bit of the pep and the step of your team at practice and through the course of the week by by finally kind of breaking through those narrow defeats and getting a nice healthy win yeah, it, it was great for morale and, and, again, for the work that the guys have put in. And they've worked extremely hard, stayed very positive, and uh, we're trying to, you know, get to that point where they reap the benefit of that. And, and to be able to get that on, on our home field and, and kind of get that uh, that losing streak away and, and, and get back on the business definitely helped us. Uh, you know, Paul, when we gave them a few days off even before, I, they came with a great attitude even Though again, disappointed and frustrated a little bit. I, I really, I, I felt good walking into the room and off the field after that very first day. You know, maybe those of us on the outside would look at some of those losses as tough and as disappointing as they were and think, oh, it's going to be hard to get the guys uh, out of a little bit of a funk. But I think you've said to us on a pretty weekly basis, and clearly you just said it right now, the attitude never really changed very much. Maybe kids are more resilient than we think they are. Or you've been around them yeah. football players all your life. Is that ever surprise you that no matter how tough things may be, that your team's attitude always stays positive? Um, with this group, it's been um, very rewarding, I guess, as a head coach is a good way to say it, Paul, because, you know, we, we've had, uh, you know, our bumps along the way here the last couple of years and to have those happen like that. But to see a team that is maturing on and off the field, maturing even in their own daily lives to understand that it's going to take hard work. And I think they see the difference of where we might have been a year ago to where we are now. And by, by continually working in, buying in, accepting what that, uh, you know, the the process that you need to do. And uh, I know that's a word used a lot, but it is. And, that, and that's why it's a good word because it takes that type of time for a team and that to come together. And we have taken those steps and not, it hasn't always just shown up on the scoreboard, but now I have a chance to do that. And, 
now to head down to Muncie and and uh, hopefully we take another step to play our best football of the year. With Bulls head coach Lance Leipold, my name is Paul Peck. We are courtside at UB's Alumni Arena women's basketball game coming up tonight here at 7 o'clock. We've moved our location to here just for this uh, one week only. The Bowling Green game uh, at as much as your team dominated a lot of the statistical categories and at times really dominated the game, Bowling Green pushed you pretty good. And and is there some benefits that you see in having your team get pushed a little bit, but this time make the plays they needed to make to win? Yeah, I think so, Paul. I, I think there's times that, uh, you know, you can always spin things the way you need to when you, after that. You know, the one way to look at it is if, you know, from the, the beginning part of that is the second quarter fumble and then they go down and score. Okay. Well, one part is if you get up or if you get up multiple scores, maybe maybe you have a chance to play more people. And playing people, you know, helps morale, helps your depth, does a lot of things that way. However, on the flip side, close ball game, we score, they score. You've got to stay locked in. You've got to play, you know, into a close ball game, all situations, all scenarios. You've got to get a stop late in the game to win it. All those things, I think, are going to play pay dividends as we continue to grow our, our program. Well, as we dive into a little bit of what happened in that Bowling Green game, uh, and Tyree Jackson's going to join us in one of our later segments, we'll, we'll, let's flip it around here because we've been talking so much about your offense for, for very valid reasons. Let's talk about your defense a little bit. Chuck Harris is going to be our guest later on this show. What an outstanding game that Chuck had. One of the better games that I can remember for a Bulls defensive end in a long time. Five tackles, three tackles for loss, one one sack and two forced fumbles. Talk a little bit about Chuck's performance in that game and a little bit about how his game continues to get better week by week. Well, I think Chuck's had an outstanding year, and uh, he's one of those guys that I think if we've gone through from our arrival to where he is now, we're talking about maturing as a team. You take him as an individual just to watch him blossom on and off the field with confidence and how he goes about it and how he's emerged as a leader and, and a vocal leader and, you know, and a guy who was very quiet when he first got here to a guy now who has no problem calling up a, calling up the team and doing things like that. It's that, That's really exciting to see. And uh, he's playing with that passion and, and the confidence that you need. And it, this is important to him. You know, Chuck was, I, I'll never forget, after the Army game, you know, and he was in tears and uh, because he played hard and he knew we'd let one slip away and, but those were the little things that you see after games that know that this this team has has a great possibility to be something special as we continue to go on. On the offensive side, as we've already mentioned in the week since the game, and we'll certainly talk a little bit more with him later, but 406 yards passing for Tyree Jackson. He was honored as the Mid-American Conference's East Division Offensive Player of the Week this week. Anthony Johnson, a pretty healthy recipient of those eight catches for 160 yards. Your offense now passing, total offense number two in the MAC. your passing offense is in the top 25 in the country. And as much as we may, and I've joked with you before, we think of the Oklahoma States and the Texas Techs and the TCUs that run up all these big yards. Here you go. You got the Buffalo Bulls in the top 25 yeah. in passing offense in the country. I did not know that he just said that. So, but uh, that is, it says a lot because it says a lot about the way our guys have played. It says a lot about because we've done it with multiple quarterbacks, I think. And it says a lot about our offensive staff and the job that they've done and how we've come, come around as a program. I mean, you mentioned Tyree, you mentioned Anthony, and then Theo Anderson has a career day. You know, there's time, you know, a year ago, we, we couldn't find one offensive player of the week. 
and uh, <laughs> and now we've got now now it's a it's a discussion about who it's going to be based on numbers and a lot of different things. So that's exciting and. And again, you want to keep that going. Yeah, and I thought about this at, at, at towards the end of the game last week. You've had two quarterbacks throw for 400 yards this year. You've had three different receivers catch 100 yards of passes in a game. And you've now had two running backs go for over 100 yards rushing in a game. The, the amount of weapons at your disposal, like you said, compared to last year is pretty dramatic. But how easy does that make it on Andy Kotelnicki and the, and the play callers and the offensive scheme designers when you know that one team can't lock in on one part of your game? Well, that's what you hope to do. And, and you hope to have multiple weapons in a lot of different ways and guys that can be productive and, and try to find ways to get the ball to everyone. And, uh, you know, I, I think it has something to do with uh, I think we're, we're doing a very, very solid job in recruiting, Paul, and, and, and recruiting players who can be productive and winning and, you know, give us a, a chance to play winning football in the MAC. All right, the next chance for those players to continue to do that comes up Thursday night on the road for the Bulls against Ball State. Coach and I will break down the matchup with the Cardinals. When we return, we're at Alumni Arena courtside. Women's basketball tonight at 7, but we're talking football. This is the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. From youth sports to the NFL, A-Turf Synthetic Grass Fields are helping athletes have fun and perform at their peak. More than 30 Western New York schools and over 400 schools nationwide call A-Turf their home field. It's what the UB Bulls play on and the Buffalo Bills too. A-Turf Titan has the highest safety rating and the longest warranty. A-Turf, optimal performance for athletes, superior value for owners. Learn more at aturf.com. On fall Saturdays, there's no better place to take in a Bulls football game than the Geshevitz Club. The Geshevitz Club provides Bulls fans with an unparalleled setting in which to experience a football game day at UB Stadium. Featuring club and lodge seating, premium parking, complimentary food and beverage service, and so much more. To reserve your seat in the Geshevitz Club, call us at 716-645-6867. Go Bulls! Attention UB Bulls fans, students, alumni, and staff. Are you shopping for a mortgage? Call Premium Mortgage, the experts in home financing and the official mortgage lender of the UB Bulls. Premium Mortgage has local Western New York processing and underwriting and offers a large variety of financing options and competitive rates and terms. Call now to speak to one of their educated and experienced loan officers at 716-633-0501 or visit premiummortgage.com. 2150 Worley Drive, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14221. Equal housing lender, licensed mortgage banker, NYSDFS, NMLS number 92181. Geico presents a voicemail from your friend, Tree Branch. Hi, uh, it's me, Tree Branch. So, about the other night, look, it's no secret your roof and I never quite got along. It's a roof and I'm a branch, and that's how these things go. But I'm calling to say I'm really, truly sorry about what I did to your gutters and skylight. And also, I'm not paying for the damage. Okay, uh, bye. Trees never pay for roof damage. Luckily, one call to the GEICO Insurance Agency makes it easy to switch and save on homeowners insurance. The Learfield Directors Cup honors the nation's best overall collegiate athletic program in each division, men's and women's sports. The prestigious award continues its reign as the crowning achievement in college athletics, noting the remarkable efforts of student athletes and their institutions. To follow your favorite team, like us on Facebook, find us at USA Today online and on Twitter at LDirectorsCup.com. Over two decades of excellence, the Learfield Directors Cup. 
The Hyatt Regency in downtown Buffalo is the perfect place for your parents to stay when they come to visit you. The Hyatt Regency Buffalo is located within walking distance to over 50 restaurants and clubs and has great amenities like a 24-hour fitness center, free Wi-Fi, and a full-service spa on property. It's perfect for your parents and just far enough away from UB to eliminate those unannounced morning drop-ins on you. The Hyatt Regency Buffalo. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show. My name is Paul Peck with Bulls head coach Lance Leipold. We are here at Alumni Arena courtside as we get ready for tonight's women's basketball game. It's the Bulls and Maryland Eastern Shore, a tip-off here at 7 o'clock, but we're getting ready for a football game, which comes up on Thursday. The Bulls' first trip to Muncie, Indiana, to play at Ball State since 2011. You did play the Cardinals last year, but as we dive in, Coach, it's a, almost a completely different Ball State team from a year ago, and a lot of that is because they've been really hit hard by injuries. Part of the reason why they're two and eight on the season and zero and six in the MAC. What has jumped out at you in looking at Ball State? And I guess it's hard not to see that they're missing some of the better players in the conference that won't be playing this week. Yeah, they've been hit by the injury bug, and uh, you know a lot of us have had those, and they got hit in some really, really key areas and and for the season. So. Um, you know, what you st still see is a physical front seven on defense. Um, you know, guys that are still playing hard. A lot of young players that, um, you know, are, you know, show a lot of athleticism and, and learning on the job, so to speak. And, and you know, the one thing about that, Paul, is that when you get into game 11 of the season, you've been playing a lot of young guys. Freshmen are now really sophomores, and sophomores are juniors. And they're getting a lot of snaps. And, and it's a it's a team that that is going to build in the future. But at the same time now, our are playing hard yet and doing some things. I know it hasn't gone their way, and we have to be ready for them, um, you know, to give us everything we can handle, and we've got to go down there and play well. It's a 7 o'clock kickoff on Thursday night. You can hear it right here on ESPN 1520 or the TuneIn app, and you can watch the game on the CBS Sports Network. Keys to the game for the Bulls and Ball State, presented by Town BMW, the official auto partner of UB Athletics. We love our town. I can back up some numbers with what you're talking about here, Lance. 12 true freshmen have started at least one game for the Cardinals this year. 31 players have started for the first time in their career, regardless of class, for Ball State this year. So as Mike New is building a program in his second year, it's not uncommon for a coach, and the injuries have been a factor, but it's kind of not uncommon for a coach to try to work some of the newer players and the younger players in, but you know there's a trade-off for that. Right, and uh, I think we've talked uh, you know, many times um, you know, earlier in the year or last year about a lot of times what happens in your second year. And uh, as you try to, um, you know, you know, transition and, and, and get get your philosophies fully, fully on board with everyone within the program. I think sometimes you go into your first year and you're making things work and, and you have a chance to evaluate your roster and then you go ahead and recruit some things there and you can see them recruit a lot of players that they feel really good about that's going to fit what they want to do for the long haul um, and they're, they're getting them on the field. So I know we probably won't see a lot of those guys and again until they're seniors is because then they go off the schedule now for a couple of years and uh, 
but I'm sure we'll be talking about this conversation, about this time when they were all playing as young guys in, in, in a few years. Well, and I'm going to ask you specifically about a couple of the players that you're exactly talking about because despite some of the struggles for Ball State this year, they have the max six-leading rusher in freshman Caleb Huntley. They have the max number one receiver, at least based on total number of receptions, and that's another freshman by the name of Justin Hall. Those two guys, uh, again, while young, are obviously emerging playmakers. Y yes, they are, and... Uh you know, with their staff and, and Mike New's back background, you know, um, being in the NFL, being down in Louisiana, and I think they've done some things recruiting-wise in some spots and the staff that they've hired and ties of that they've been able to, to find some areas that they feel they can really upgrade their athleticism and team speed. And, and you're mentioning a couple guys now who are, who are kind of bursting on the scene and and uh, being productive and gaining confidence at the same time. Yeah, and uh, on defense, it's a senior that has sort of led the way for them. Anthony Winbush has mm -hmm. 10 sacks. Those are yeah. second in the MAC and third in the country. He actually leads the nation in forced fumbles. So he's a dangerous guy, lines up on the right side of their defense. So Evan Kazarzak and Brandon Manasalvis and the guys who play on the left side of your offensive line going to get a pretty good test on Thursday night. Yeah, he's, a, he's an outstanding player. He gave us some problems last year. You you read his numbers and what he's doing this year against a lot of people, um, and much like Sutton Smith from Northern Illinois, you know he's been highly productive. Different style player, a little bit bigger, has a little more power to his game besides his quickness you, and uh, and physical when when he's when he's has a chance to make a play, which of course results sometimes in forced fumbles and other things. So you're right. We're going to have to be aware of him. Um, we, we've done a good job in some of these situations, but it's a big challenge. With Bulls head coach Lance Leipold getting you ready for the Bulls and the Ball State Cardinals, your team still has some goals that are within reach. And I know you're a week-to-week -week guy, and I won't ask you to look anywhere <laughs> beyond Thursday's game, but there are some prizes that are still there. Is that something that you either bring up to your team or do you just know that those guys are aware that this season, at times as frustrating as had as it has been, can still end up uh, in a pretty good place, and you can take that literally or figuratively. Well, you know, our guys, you know, guys are smart. They, you know, our guys that are following things, and of course with social media and other things, everybody pays attention. They know what they need to do. Um, so talking about it um, doesn't really necessarily have to be done. You talk, you just talk uh, enough generically of, hey your goals are still intact in this thing and and but you, it, it's still a, a week to week um you know a day to day hour to hour type operation is that uh, you can't get to where you want to be unless you take care of the moment and you need to be where your feet are and we've talked about that a lot and and i think our guys have done a good job we've had we had good energy tonight in our practice uh, all those things and um they're going about it and they understand they can't get anywhere they you know they can't get to the next game to take care of this one first and so hopefully we we, we kind of keep going the way we've been going about things and and it'll play out the way we want it to but uh you've got to take care of a game like this and go on the road and get a win and that's not easy in this conference no matter what the records are all right i'm going to sneak in one related question to your final opponent of the year don't get mad at me uh ohio's win over toledo was super impressive uh really put mm -hmm. them in a position to clinch the Mackey's title with a win they play tomorrow night against yep. akron but I, frankly and and i'm used to seeing how good ohio is over the years I was surprised at how well they played against Toledo. I'm curious what you thought. Yeah, I had a chance to see that. Uh, you know, that was a very impressive win for, for Frank Solich and his staff. That That's an excellent football team, big physical team, and uh, they, they, they dominated that game. And 
Um, sometimes also it's just how you match up against people. And, uh, you know, but again, uh, you know, as far as that, we'll, we'll talk more about our matchup with them next next week. But, yeah, for them in a win in, in a conference on, on a, you know, on a weekday game, that was a big one for them. But, uh, you know, it's in uh, those two teams could meet again. You never know. That's and, right. Uh, so, you know, sometimes the second one's even more difficult. Yeah, and Ohio will be here for the home finale for the Bulls. That is Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. That will be the home finale for Buffalo. Could be an awful lot on the line on the positive side of the things for the Bulls. But first up, Ball State on Thursday night. Coach, appreciate your time. Thank you very much. We will see you on Thursday, and good luck against the Cardinals. Appreciate it, Paul. All right, that's Bulls head coach Lance Leipold. We continue UB Football Insider. The background noise you hear, the basketball's bouncing. We're courtside at Alumni Arena. It's the UB women's team taking on Maryland Eastern Shore at 7 o'clock tonight. But we've got more football to talk about. Bulls defensive end Chuck Harris joins us when we return. This is the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. You thought the closest you'd get to a UB football game was your big screen? Think again. Bulls fans, get in safe and secure with Ticketmaster, the official ticketing partner of the University of Buffalo. Save the suspense for the game, not the gate. Know for sure that your tickets are 100% authentic, guaranteed, and ready for kickoff. Now there's nothing to keep you from seeing it live. Just go to Ticketmaster.com, search for UB football, and be a part of the big game. Buffalo sports fans, make it loud inside Alumni Arena as both the UB men and women's basketball teams are home. First on Monday, November 13th, the women's team takes on Maryland Eastern Shore. Then on November 15th, the men's team will host Jacksonville State. Both games tip off at 7 p.m. For tickets and more information, call the UB ticket office at 1-877-UB-THERE or visit ubbulls.com. This month at Town BMW, lease a 2017 BMW 320i X-Drive sedan for $295 per month. Only $295 per month. Call 505-2100, 505-2100, or stop by 8215 Main Street in Williamsville today. Town BMW is proud to be the official auto partner of UB Athletics and offers special pricing to UB students and employees. Pricing, performance. We got this, coach. Join our hometown team and let's have a winning season. We, we love our town. Attention Bulls fans now introducing the latest and greatest addition to UB Athletics, the TriPoint team of Keller Williams Realty. The TriPoint team serves the Western New York community with buying, selling, and investing in real estate. For all of your real estate needs, call the TriPoint team, the MVPs of real estate at 716-398-4425 or visit ubbulls.com slash TriPoint team. The TriPoint team, the official real estate partners of the UB Bulls. Join us at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Hey, it's Paul Santora letting you know we have two great locations. One on Millersport Highway next to the Marriott. One on Transit Road next to Transit Lanes. We've got 60 taps, 66 TVs. All of our food is made to order with the freshest and most natural ingredients. Both locations have live music, Millersport on Friday, Transit Friday and Saturday night. There's no better place to enjoy football and hockey with great drink and food specials for every game. Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill since 1927. Four generations strong, the only family to say we are the original. Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Great food, great people, great beer. I'm Little Teapot, short and stout. Here is my handle and here is my spell. No, that like this. When I get all steamed up, then I shout, tip me over and pull me out. <laughs> this is WWE superstar Roman Reigns. 
It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show. My name is Paul Peck. We thank head coach Lance Leipold for joining us for a couple of segments. We have shifted our location for just this one week only. We are courtside here at Alumni Arena. The Bulls women's team on the court warming up for their game tonight against Maryland Eastern Shore looking to go 2-0 to start the season. But we're talking football because the Bulls are on the road Thursday night against Ball State, and we welcome in Bulls junior defensive end Chuck Harris. When you sit here courtside, Chuck, and you watch basketball, every football player always dreams of being out there slamming and shooting threes, right? Are you one of those guys too? I'm surely one of those guys. <laughs> were you a pretty good basketball player in high school? I was a good basketball player in high school, but I just didn't like the um, – you know, run as much as they did. You know, they had to run all court. <laughs> right. You are more limited to bursts of running, right? Yeah. Although, I'll tell you what, when you chased the running back down against Bowling Green and forced that fumble, that was pretty good running on your part, too, so don't sell yourself short. I'm going to try not to next time. Right. Um, <laughs> the Bowling Green game for you, uh, Chuck, you can answer the question for me whether you felt like it was one of the best games you've ever played. The stats would say five tackles, three tackles for loss, one sack, and two forced fumbles is – is uh, does that game go in the uh, the personal Chuck Harris top five at the moment? That that goes as personal top game for Chuck. Okay. Ever like that was a great game for me. It was fun being out there explosive with my teammates. It was real. It was really you know something memorable. Is there something for you as an athlete that maybe when you got started you say I feel good. I'm gonna feel. I feel great. I'm gonna do some things that I maybe haven't done before. Or is that just the game evolves sometimes like that? Yeah, after from last year and from transition from last year to this year, me starting it did build my confidence a lot too. I and mean, then from last year, you know, me being second string, it, it humbled me. You know what I'm saying? I I know how it feels. You know, keep working, keep on pushing past it. And from yeah, it just it brought me all the way up. You know? Right. Bulls D junior defensive end Chuck Harris has been a starter all season long. He's among the Bulls leaders on defense in almost every statistical category. You know, people forget, and you and I have talked about this a little bit, you didn't really start playing football till your junior year. So, you know, this is all, I don't want to say new to you, but it's, it, it's newer to you maybe than a lot of the players that are your teammates and guys that you play against. So is there an inevitable sort of period of time where you've got to play a little catch-up to everybody? When, I, when it comes to playing catch-up, it's just like because my teammates have been playing since they were like, you know, six, seven years old. So they're, they're a little bit more experienced when it comes to that point. But, you know, when we all get here to this college level, it's all about, you know, the speed of the game now. You know, just being out there, making sure you're doing your whole assignment. If everybody's doing their assignment at one time, you're bound to win that play. And we just take it play by play. You know, I think uh, as I look at the defensive stats for the season, Chuck, you are the Bulls' fifth leading tackler at 53 tackles on the year, three sacks and six tackles for loss. It's not usual for a defensive end to be that highly ranked on the total tackle list. So what is it that you've been doing so well? Or maybe it's the guys around you that are that are letting you make all those plays. Yeah, I, I would really shout out to Justin Brandon and Chris Ford on the inside. When them guys just in there, they blowing it up, taking on all the double teams and holding it down. It makes it a lot easier for me to run, chase the ball down, you know, get active, you know. And really, they do their part. I do their part for them. I do their part. 
they do my part sometimes. That's just how it works. It, those are the same words that Khalil Hodges said to us as well, too, that he wouldn't be second in the country in tackles if not for those two big guys up front. I would think you guys may all want to chip in and have a little pizza and wings party for those guys I when the surely, year's over, huh? I surely will feed the big boys. <laughs> feed the big boys. I love it. <laughs> feed the big boys, right? Um, you know, what about this defense, Chuck, that, you know, has had some ups and downs this year? I'm sure you'd be the first to tell me that. But lately it seems like you guys are starting to be more consistent. And obviously in the Bowling Green game we saw you make a lot more of the big plays. Yeah, when it comes to our defense, we're, we're really just focused on so much on stopping the run that it opens up a little bit more things sometimes. And then when we get to stopping the run, then we progress to, you know, passes. And we got so many goals on defense that we, we try to reach every week that and that's what our defensive coordinator coach Boylan always tell us and we just take it play by play that's what like it, it's about now like our coach told us it's about now right well speaking of now there are some things on the line for the Bulls that start with this game on Thursday night some goals that are still in place and just in general how the Bulls have kind of bounced back from some of the difficult losses early in the year to still be in a position to reach some of those goals we're going to talk to Chuck about that in our next segment this is the UB Football Insider Show we're live on courtside at, Ball at Buffalo's Alumni Arena getting ready for women's basketball action tonight but we're talking more football Bulls and Ball State preview when we return. This is the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio, 1520 AM, WWKB Buffalo. Support the Blue and White Fund, the fundraising arm of UB Athletics, and help build a strong foundation for years to come. You can play a critical role in making UB New York's public powerhouse. Invest in excellence. Invest in the future. Invest in UB athletics and our student athletes. Log on to bullsblueandwhite.com for more information. This month at Town BMW, lease a 2017 BMW 320i X-Drive sedan for $295 per month. Only $295 per month. Call 505-2100, 505-2100, or stop by 8215 Main Street in Williamsville today. Town BMW is proud to be the official auto partner of UB Athletics and offers special pricing to UB students and employees. Pricing, performance. We got this, Coach. Join our hometown team and let's have a winning season. We love our town. Attention UB Bulls fans, students, alumni, and staff. Are you shopping for a mortgage? Call Premium Mortgage, the experts in home financing and the official mortgage lender of the UB Bulls. Premium Mortgage has local Western New York processing and underwriting and offers a large variety of financing options and competitive rates and terms. Call now to speak to one of their educated and experienced loan officers at 716-633-0501 or visit premiummortgage.com. 2150 Worley Drive, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14221. Equal housing lender, licensed mortgage banker, NYSDFS, NMLS number 92181. From U Sports to the NFL, A-Turf Synthetic Grass Fields are helping athletes have fun and perform at their peak. More than 30 Western New York schools and over 400 schools nationwide call A-Turf their home field. It's what the UB Bulls play on and the Buffalo Bills too. A-Turf Titan has the highest safety rating and the longest warranty. A-Turf, optimal performance for athletes, superior value for owners. Learn more at aturf.com. You thought the closest you'd get to a UB football game was your big screen? Think again. 
Bulls fans, get in safe and secure with Ticketmaster, the official ticketing partner of the University of Buffalo. Save the suspense for the game, not the gate. Know for sure that your tickets are 100% authentic, guaranteed, and ready for kickoff. Now there's nothing to keep you from seeing it live. Just go to Ticketmaster.com, search for UB football, and be a part of the big game. Look at that mouth. That poor, parched mouth. What'd you eat for lunch? Chalk dust? Did your face storm a sandcastle? You're being awfully quiet. Is that because your mouth feels like the business end of a Dremel saw? Is it because your mouth just wrote a haiku and all 17 syllables were dry heaves? Right now, your mouth could be tongue-bathing in the refreshing citrus kick of Mountain Dew. Instead, it feels like you've been motorboating King Tut's sarcophagus. Show some mercy. Crack open a nice cold Mountain Dew. <sighs> you know your mouth wants you to. Do the do. Welcome back to UB Football Insider. My name is Paul Peck. We continue to be joined by Bulls defensive end Chuck Harris. We are live courtside here at Alumni Arena as we get ready for UB women's basketball action tonight against Maryland Eastern Shore. Have you had a chance to see the women play either? They only played one game so far this year, but even last year and stuff, have you you, you got any basketball expertise for me here, Chuck? Uh, the thing I want to say about our women's team is that we got a real big centers and I think we, we really use our centers well. You yeah. Know, I like the way we crash the board with our centers. And I like the way we, we crash the board period. You know, they all pass the ball a lot. That's that's one great thing to basketball. Yep. So. Yep. A very aggressive team, terrific on defense. That's always been the the, the the trait of the Bulls women's basketball team. All right, you got a game Thursday night on the road against the Ball State Cardinals. Um, what have you seen? What uh, you know, practice week is almost wrapped up here, so you should have a pretty good handle on what you're gonna see from Ball State on Thursday. What jumps out at you from a very young Ball State team? Well, from what jumps out on film from them guys is that they love to run the ball. They have some very explosive running backs. You know, we, we respect their run game. You know what I'm saying? They have skilled receivers, and we have skilled DBs. You know, it's going to be a great matchup for us up front. Their O-line is around the same age as our D-line. You know, it's going to be a little battle up front. But, yeah, we're going we're gonna to just focus on stopping the run with them guys, and then I think that will just take care of the game for the rest of the game. Yeah, I mean, they've, they've struggled at the quarterback position. They played four different quarterbacks because of injuries. The same guy that you played last year who was pretty good here, he's out for the season. He won't play. Neither will the running back that you played last year that led the Mac in rushing. So uh, injuries have been a pretty big story. But when you know you're going against either an inexperienced quarterback who hasn't started a lot or maybe a younger quarterback like a freshman or a redshirt freshman, as a defensive end, what does that sort of signal to you that you might be able to do? Well, it signals to me that we might be able to get after him, get inside his head a little bit, you know. We're going to rush him. We're going to rush him. We're going to make him get unsteady. We're going we're gonna to see how he plays uncomfortable. Um, what are, what's the easiest way or the best way to make a quarterback uncomfortable? Stopping the run. Okay, there you go. Forcing him to throw the ball. Right, make him go back there and stand back there all the time, right? Nothing makes a defensive end happier when he can tee off on rushing the passer, right? Right. Yeah, no, no question about it. Um, I thought it was interesting in the Bowling Green game after that stretch of games where they were, you know, they were frustrating losses for your team that you got pushed a little bit, but you responded and come up with the win against ball against Bowling Green. What did you learn about your team in being able to take that next step last week? I learned that all the summer workouts and from the spring workouts paid off because all our strength and conditioning staff talked to us about was responding to adversity, always pushing through things. You're not done until you really show that you're done. And so every day at practice, we just kept grinding, 
coach was telling us and complimenting us on how good we were practicing. But after he complimented us, we just tell we go to the locker room and speak. We're like, we're gonna go, we're gonna do better. You know, next day we're gonna do better, and each day after that we're gonna focus on what we can improve on. With Bulls defensive end Chuck Harris, is it hard to just not let the frustration roll in a little bit, particularly after two one-point losses in that stretch of games? Is it is it hard to fight that? Do you have to make a conscious effort? And you, as one of the leaders on your D line and on this team, is that something that maybe you said to some of the younger guys? Yeah, you know, as, as especially to the younger guys, they you know losing by one point is just like yeah, we were there, you know. And for the older guys, it's like. Yeah, we got we just that one push, you know. It's always that one inch when it comes to football, you know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, you know, I talked to Coach in the first segment about, and Coach hates whenever I bring up questions that look beyond this given week, and feel free <laughs> to tell me to stop doing it too, but you still got some opportunities to reach some goals this year. I, you know, I think let's not hide from it. If you win your last two, you get to 6-6, six and six, and you have the chance to be bowl eligible, and there's probably a good chance you're going to go to one. Can you, can you not let that creep into your head, or is that part of the motivation that might work for Thursday's game? Well, I speak about from my point of view. For me, that's great motivation. Because surely knowing that we can win these two games is like, what's better than to attack it? You know what I'm saying? So after every day after practice, you know, we always put in extra work here and there. We just know it's, it's so close. Why not take it? Right. I got gotcha. you. I'm with you, Chuck. Finally for you, Chuck, last question for you. Just sum up a little bit of your individual season for everybody this year. As a first-year starter, maybe you're a guy that people didn't know necessarily what he was all about, but I think you're starting to show people what you're all about. But give me your take on how this season has gone and what maybe you still have in mind to try to accomplish for these final two games. Well, this season so far... It we, we didn't really see just how much of a team we could really be, you know, knowing our situations about when Tyree went down, you know, Drew had to come in, Drew came in, did his thing, now Drew was down, Kyle had to come in, Kyle came in, still working, but he was doing his, his role and playing his part, and we learned from that, like, we're doing great things out there, we're getting close to, we, we know just what we're doing, like, just what we need to work on, just what we lacking in, so we're going to always improve on that. And then for me, what was your second question? Well, tell me about your season. Where, where, where is this season for you on your own sort of uh, satisfaction gauge? On my satisfaction gauge, I'm, I'm satisfied, but I'm not thrilled with my with myself. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm always pushing to get better. You know, I, I really, my best criticism is to myself, is me. Like, I, I tell myself every day, work harder. Oh, no, that wasn't good enough. Last game, still, even though it was my best game, it wasn't good enough. You know, I need to bring more to the table for my team. All right, can't wait to see what the next uh, not-quite-good-enough game for you might be coming off of what you did against Bowling Green, which was three tackles for loss, a sack, and two forced fumbles. Chuck, appreciate the time, appreciate the insights. Good luck to you. There you go. Smile for Tyrese. <laughs> Smile. Look, Tyree needs to picture you with the headsets on so he can uh, just, just tell him only the big shots get a chance to uh, to do the radio interviews. And, and it's always good when the quarterback has to wait for somebody else to do one, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, there you go. See, I knew you'd like that. Hey, Chuck, congratulations on the season. Good luck on Thursday night. Always a pleasure. Thank Bulls you. defensive end Chuck Harris getting you ready for Thursday night's game between the Bulls and the Ball State Cardinals, a 7 o'clock kickoff right here on ESPN 1520 on the TuneIn app and on the TV side on the CBS Sports Network. When we return, we will get to the quarterback. Tyree Jackson is our guest when the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield returns right after this. 
You thought the closest you'd get to a UB football game was your big screen? Think again. Bulls fans, get in safe and secure with Ticketmaster, the official ticketing partner of the University of Buffalo. Save the suspense for the game, not the gate. Know for sure that your tickets are 100% authentic, guaranteed, and ready for kickoff. Now there's nothing to keep you from seeing it live. Just go to Ticketmaster.com, search for UB football, and be a part of the big game. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. On fall Saturdays, there's no better place to take in a Bulls football game than the Geshevitz Club. The Geshevitz Club provides Bulls fans with an unparalleled setting in which to experience a football game day at UB Stadium. Featuring club and lodge seating, premium parking, complimentary food and beverage service, and so much more. To reserve your seat in the Geshevitz Club, call us at 716-645-6867. Go Bulls! Attention Bulls fans now introducing the latest and greatest addition to UB Athletics, the TriPoint team of Keller Williams Realty. The TriPoint team serves the Western New York community with buying, selling, and investing in real estate. For all of your real estate needs, call the TriPoint team, the MVPs of real estate at 716-398-4425 or visit ubbulls.com slash TriPoint team. The TriPoint team, the official real estate partners of the UB Bulls. Oh, hi. Right now, I'm getting a remarkably heartfelt bear hug from Smokey Bear. Thanks, big guy. Now, if you could let me down. <clears throat> See, I made sure there were no low-hanging branches when I set up my campfire. And before we left, I drowned out my campfire, stirred it, drowned it out again, then made sure it was cold. <clears throat> Visit SmokeyBear.com to learn tips to prevent wildfires. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Buffalo sports fans, make it loud inside Alumni Arena as both the UB men and women's basketball teams are home. First on Monday, November 13th, the women's team takes on Maryland Eastern Shore. Then on November 15th, the men's team will host Jacksonville State. Both games tip off at 7 p.m. For tickets and more information, call the UB ticket office at 1-877-UB-THERE or visit ubbulls.com. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show. My name is Paul Peck. We are courtside at UB's Alumni Arena getting ready for women's basketball action tonight. It's the UB women looking to go 2-0 on the season, taking on Maryland Eastern Shore. That one tips off at 7 o'clock tonight. But first, we're talking about football and now joined by Bulls quarterback Tyree Jackson. You and I have talked before about your love for the sport of basketball. When you watch the ladies out here warming up, you just you feel like you want to grab a hoop and start hoisting up a couple of threes? Um, I don't, I don't think I'm ready to play with them. You know, they're they're a real good team. Good. Those girls can they can really hoop. So I'm gonna leave that to them. All <laughs> right, you've got other you've got football to worry about. Uh, two more games starting on Thursday night on the road against Ball State. I want you to sum up for me as best you can 
what this season has been like for you. It's probably a season unlike any other that you've had in your life. You get off to the great start. You're doing so many good things. And then the knee injury comes, and then you miss four games, and then you get back in. And since you've been back in, you're doing even better things before. Sum it up for me what it's gone through your head. I'm just, you know, very thankful, I mean, to, to go down early in the season and get the opportunity to to come back and play again, you know, I'm just very thankful and, and thank God and just my teammates for pushing me and, and helping me when I did come back. So I'm just very thankful. I, f I feel like this season made me more appreciative of the game of football. You were very emotional, as would anyone be when you got hurt in that game against Florida Atlantic. And you've had a knee injury before, and I couldn't help but think that maybe you were flashing back to when it had happened before. But but what were the what was that emotional kind of moment like for you when, when you get hurt and you don't really know what it's all going to mean? Yeah, it was definitely scary. You know, I think, I think a lot of it was because my, my mom was there, you know. I try to do a lot for my mom, and, and to see her and then get hurt, it was just really emotional. But the doctors and, and the trainers felt like I was going to be all right. So when I got the x-ray and I got the MRI and everything came back all right, then I was just like, all right, it's time to get, get to work and come back. So it occurred to a couple of us on the broadcast crew that – it's really the first time you've ever had a chance to sit and watch, right? As a redshirt freshman, you're you're there, but you know you're not playing. You're kind of soaking it in a little bit. It's all new. And then you get thrown in in the first game last year, and, and other than the injury late in the year, you've never really had a chance to sit and watch and, frankly, see somebody else in your position. Was there? Do you look back on it now and say there are some benefits to that four-week stretch? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean... I knew when I went down that we would be all right. You know, we got some some good quarterbacks. You know, we got Drew and uh, and Kyle came in late and played well. So you know, just sitting out watching them play because we all have different styles of play, and that's the unique part about about playing quarterback. Everyone does it a little different. So I definitely learned when I was out. So I think the other interesting thing to those of us and all the Bulls fans that watch you play is since you've come back in these two games, you've been a different Tyree Jackson. Um, not running the ball, standing in the pocket, scanning the field, dumping the ball off, sort of moving from one receiver to another. Does, does it feel that way to you? Do you feel like you're a different quarterback the last two weeks than you were earlier in the year? I mean, yeah, we're going through a lot more progressive stuff now. And when I kind of got hurt, the quarterback run game kind of we stopped doing it, you know, and we got into more of uh, of scanning the field and, you know, and plays like that, you know. But with Coach Z, he's coached us all really well. And I think any any, uh, any of us that will get in, including Kyle and, you know, Drew that played, I think that he set us up to, to be in a good position to be able to and ready to play. With Bulls quarterback Tyree Jackson, has it made you a better quarterback, you think, yeah, overall? I, yeah, definitely. I mean, sitting out, getting the opportunity to, you know, watch other people play and even other teams, you know, and just sit down and watch college football in general. I think it's helped me a lot, and, it, and it's really made me more appreciative, like I said, of the game. So at some point, whether it's this year or next year, the run will come back into play. So, again, does it make you even tougher for opponents to figure out when you're going to add that layer of your mobility? Because we certainly know you have that, and it's one of the better things that you do. Yeah, I mean, um, it's, it's definitely different to a game plan for a quarterback that's going to run around and stuff, you know. I feel pretty healthy and stuff, and um, – I know that the coaches, the coaches are excited about it, and I think that it, it can help our offense. But our offensive line's been playing great with pass pro and the, the receivers we have. You know, I don't know how much running I need to do, and you know, Emmanuel and Theo playing well. So 
if, if, if this is going to get us to wins, then that's all I want to do. 719 yards passing in the last two games, career highs in each of them, over 400 yards passing for the first time in your career against Bowling Green. I don't know how much you pay attention to numbers at all, but when I say those numbers to you, does it even surprise you? I mean, I honestly don't even like, I really don't look at the stats much after the game or anything unless I, a reporter says something. But as long as we win, then I'm happy. Like Akron, I didn't even know that. I threw for a career high, but we lost, so I was upset. But, you know, so I, as long as we're winning games, that's all that matters. I could throw for 50 yards. Right. Well, I'll throw one more stat at you here because I mentioned this to Coach in the first segment of the show. You guys as a team are the 24th-ranked passing offense in the country. To think, you know, normally we would think that would be a Big 12 team, a Texas Tech and Oklahoma State and Oklahoma that would throw the ball around, and, and clearly they are amongst those. But to have a Buffalo team that's used three different quarterbacks be in the top 25 in the country, that surprise you at all? Not at all. I mean, that's a testament to Coach Z. He, he came here, and, and he's, he's worked us really hard. And, you know, we got some great receivers, some great athletes, and the offensive line has played well. But that's Coach Zabrowski has done a great job coaching every quarterback. And, and rather you're starting or you're hurt or you're out, you know, he treats you like you're, you are the starter and that you will play. So in practice, you get a lot of reps and, and he prepares you. Well, let's talk about your receiving core. Obviously, Anthony Johnson, uh, third in the country in receiving yards, leading the MAC in receiving yards, has been a breakout season, just the fourth bowl to have 1,000 yards in a season. Um, you and I have talked about Anthony before, but he continues to do things on a weekly basis that make all of us kind of go, wow. Does that as a quarterback sometimes when you release that ball? Are you going wow sometimes? Yeah, I just always mess with all those guys. You know, they're all special players, and they make great plays. And, you know, A.J.'s a funny guy. He's a real humble, real good guy. So just watching him have the success he's had all season has been real awesome. Does it change for you as a quarterback knowing that you can throw it pretty much anywhere within a couple of feet <laughs> of Anthony Johnson and you know there's a pretty good chance it's going to be a catch? I mean, it's, it's great. It's great to have that confidence in your receiver and watch him do some of the stuff he's done. And then you got all the guys around him, KJ, um, Kamadi Hosley, and all those guys have been playing well this season. So it kind of takes the stress off AJ sometimes too. Kamadi Hosey made a catch on a long pass in the first half against Bowling Green. Um, but I want to ask you about the throw. You rolled away from pressure. You rolled to your right. You never set your feet. You were kind of on your back foot, and you sort of flicked your wrist, and it went about 50 yards in the air. Have you gone back and looked at that, and has there any point where you go, I can't even believe that I did that? I mean, uh, just messing around in the backyard when you're little, that's the type of stuff you do. So, I mean, when you're in that position, you're just, you got to get it to him. You don't want to underthrow him. So, uh, it was an interesting play. Wu uh, made a great catch, and he got some separation and stuff. So, that was great by him and just had to get the ball to him. And the rest of your core, K.J. Osborne had a big touchdown against Bowling Green. Uh, when Anthony goes out for a couple of series, Jacob Martinez comes in, runs the same plays, turns in some big plays. You know, having all of those weapons at your disposal, how much easier does that make your job? I, I tell everyone, I feel like anyone can play quarterback, you know, with the, with the talent we have at receiver. Those guys are those guys are really special. It's like when when someone needs a blow or needs uh, some, some rest, someone else will come in and produce as well. So it's just real special, and some of the stuff they do in practice is just crazy. All right, we're going to talk to Tyree about this week's matchup against Ball State. It's a Thursday night game for the Bulls. When we return, we're courtside at UB's Alumni Arena getting ready for women's basketball tonight, but we're talking more football as the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. Buffalo sports fans, make it loud inside Alumni Arena as both the UB men and women's basketball teams are home. First on Monday, November 13th, the women's team takes on Maryland Eastern Shore. Then on November 15th, the men's team will host Jacksonville State. Both games tip off at 7 p.m. 
For tickets and more information, call the UB Ticket Office at 1-877-UB-THERE or visit ubbulls.com. This month at Town BMW, lease a 2017 BMW 320i X-Drive sedan for $295 per month. Only $295 per month. Call 505-2100, 505-2100, or stop by 8215 Main Street in Williamsville today. Town BMW is proud to be the official auto partner of UB Athletics and offers special pricing to UB students and employees. Pricing, performance. We got this, Coach. Join our hometown team and let's have a winning season. We, we love our town. Attention UB Bulls fans, students, alumni, and staff. Are you shopping for a mortgage? Call Premium Mortgage, the experts in home financing and the official mortgage lender of the UB Bulls. Premium Mortgage has local Western New York processing and underwriting and offers a large variety of financing options and competitive rates and terms. Call now to speak to one of their educated and experienced loan officers at 716-633-0501 or visit premiummortgage.com. 2150 Worley Drive, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14221. Equal housing lender, licensed mortgage banker, NYSDFS, NMLS number 92181. Welcome to Geico's Motorcycle Meanderings. Oh man, this is great. I sure saved a lot of money by switching to Geico. I scored some big savings and now I can use their mobile app 24-7 for all sorts of stuff. Life just makes sense now. What doesn't make sense is if we call bicycles bikes and tricycles trikes, shouldn't we call motorcycles mics? Hmm, maybe a bunch of guys named Mike teamed up and put a stop to it. Geico Motorcycle. Savings that make sense. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show, our final segment for this week's show. We are here at UB's Alumni Arena. We'll be back at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill for next week's show, as we usually are over on Transit Road. But because of women's basketball action tonight, we're doing it courtside from here at Alumni Arena. Women tip it off against Maryland Eastern Shore at 7 o'clock. My name is Paul Peck. Continue to be joined by Bulls quarterback Tyree Jackson for our final segment. So here you're going on the road to Muncie, Indiana, to take on a Ball State team that has struggled this year. Um, but you guys have a little momentum going. How much does that make it easier to go on the road? Uh, it's definitely exciting coming off a win, but, you know, Ball State is a, is a really talented team, and we know that as a program. I mean, they played Illinois close, and then they beat UAB, who's a bowl team. So our, our coach reminds us every day that this is a good team. You, were, you played them last year. They were able to beat you here. A bunch of the key players in that game aren't playing in this game, but defensively they do have some of the same players. What do you remember about last year's game? Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. It's they're, they're a tough defense. You know, they bring a lot of pressure and, and try to get after the quarterback. I know their coach is, 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 a, real, is a real good defensive coordinator. So um, I think it'll be a, a fun game for us and an exciting game. Have you, uh, as you're going through the tape and as you're starting to figure out what you need to worry about on the, uh, on the Ball State side, have you started to figure out that one of those things that you do need to worry about is that big defensive end they have who's uh, third in the country in sacks? As I, I'm I'm shuffling through my papers here, Tyree, to come up with his number because I know you guys always think numbers and not names. Number 98 is Anthony Winbush. Yeah, he's, he's a very talented player. I know, I know uh, we've seen him a lot on film, and, and he creates a lot of havoc on the quarterback. You know, he's a, he's a great player, and I'm just excited to, you know, go out there and play him. Without giving away any of your strategy, when you have a dominant defensive player like that, a dominant defensive lineman, a Chuck Harris-like defensive lineman, hopefully he heard me say that, um, how does that affect an offense in the game planning and in the execution? Uh, I mean, any, uh, I think overall they have a very talented defense. So I know I know he makes a lot of plays and he's a great player, but their scheme is good and, you know, we're, we're going to have to game plan against it. And going in practice against Damone Harris and Chuck every day, I think that gives our uh, 
tackle's a good look, but um, it'll be exciting to see see what happens when we go down there. I asked Chuck this question, and because you're a leader on this team too, I want to ask you as well too. You know, even while you were out, those were some very frustrating losses, the kind of losses that could get a team a little bit down on themselves. What was it that you guys as leaders and maybe the team as a whole did to not let it get you down and, frankly, to help inspire you guys a little bit to get the win last week and know you're still in a position to win some more? I think uh, this all started in the offseason. I think this team is a lot different than a lot of teams I've been on here. It's like a family. Uh, we're all we're all friends. We all like to see each other succeed. Everyone's hanging out and stuff. So I think that's what makes it easier. You you don't want to let down your brothers, and you know you don't want to you don't want to let them down. So I think that's what's kept us motivated. You know, from the outside, we could look at at this the losses this season, and you could point to one or two plays in every one of them that were the difference. But the overriding picture was it's signs of progress of where this program is going. Does that happen from the inside as well too? Can you somehow kind of justify a loss a little bit knowing that or is it just it, they all hurt and they all hurt equally? I think that they all hurt and they all hurt equally but being on the team last year, playing a lot of football last year, you, you can see the differences between this year and last year as a player but I mean a loss still hurts and we want to come up um, on the on the winning side every time but we definitely see it, and, and that's what I think what motivates us more and more. With Bulls quarterback Tyree Jackson, our final segment of the UB Football Insider Show. Well, you got a game Thursday, and I know all the focus is on Thursday, but Chuck offered up that everybody kind of looks ahead a little bit and knows what the big picture can be, which is achieving one of the goals that you guys set for the season. Does that provide any motivation, or is it dangerous to think that way, knowing that you should have 100% focus on one particular game? Uh, I, I just look back to high school when you're in the playoffs and, you know, you need that one win to get to the next one. So the way I look at it is we're in the playoffs right now and we, we need the win Thursday. So I'm not even really thinking about the next game because that won't be there if we lose. So uh, I'm just looking forward to, to playing Ball State and giving them all my attention. You have so many young players on the team. You know, we saw Theo Anderson kind of break out uh, with the running performance. Even Emmanuel Reed hasn't played a lot, but he's broken out at running back. You're playing young guys on the offensive line. Um, do, do you have to remind those guys of that sometimes? Is that a message that you might say to them? It's like, hey, remember when you were in the high school playoffs? Think about it the same way. I, I kind of, I think overall as a team, we, we kind of got the message because when Coach Leipold came in, even after we beat Bowling Green, everyone's excited. And then he's, all right, let's go to Ball State. That's what we're worried about. We're not worried about anything else but that. So playing for Coach Leipold, he does a great job of that. Speaking of excitement, I hope Bulls fans have had a chance to go on social media and on ubbulls.com and see a little bit of the celebrations that go on in the locker room. What? Give us a little insider's scoop, scoop there on the post-game win celebrations. Oh, yeah. Those, some of those guys can really dance on the team. Uh, I'm going to leave that to them. I'm not really going to get in there, but... It's, it's just fun seeing those guys celebrate and then seeing Coach Leipold getting there too. All right, who's the best dancer on the team, uh, player and coach category? All right, Coach, I'm going to go with Coach Z because I, I see he's always dancing and messing around. And player probably um, Tatum Slack or Craig Harges. They're both cornerbacks. They can both dance. They're always in the center of uh, all the little circles after practice. Now, I don't remember which game it was, but Jacquees Webb, one of the offensive <laughs> linemen, if we're in the big guy category, is he the best big guy dancer on this team? Yeah, I have to give him the best big guy because I don't know if any of them are else are, are going to jump in that circle like he did. <laughs> it's easy for those little <laughs> cornerbacks. Those guys know how to move anyway, right? <laughs> um, final, Finally for you, Tyrese, we wrap it up. Just give me a sense of what this season's been like for you. Uh, I mean, it's been it's been a roller coaster season, up and down. But I think that, um, like I said, this season made me appreciate the game more than anything. I just I'm happy going to practice now. 
I mean, I was before. Sometimes you are like, ah, oh, I got practice, but nah, I, it's just I'm more appreciative, and I'm happy to go out there and, and just try to do anything for my team. All right, Tyree Jackson, Bulls play at Ball State on Thursday, seven o'clock tip-off, six o'clock pregame here on K on. Uh, ESPN 1520. On the UB Sports Network, live from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill, UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold has been presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Also brought to you in part by our Team UB Partners. Ad Pro Sports, New Era Cap, by WGRZ Channel 2, by Town BMW, Comdoc, Nike, and by Pepsi. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the UB Sports Network.